So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. From the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed Show. Hey, welcome to our little show, the phone numbers, which I've corrected today. They're used often. I have no idea where they come in. 512-834-1027 on Twitter or X. Now, it is it. at Jeff Ward oh, Show. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Our, our, we're 102.7. We're not 1027 on the dial. It's 102.7. The dial? Gotta, the dial. The dial. Yeah, okay. man. Okay. Going left Paul or right on your radio dial. Okay, Paul Harvey. Well, I'm just the dial on the dial, whatever. <laughs> on your buttons, whatever. Gary, you know anybody you talk to knows anything about a dial? No. Okay. My dad. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Thank you. Well, your dad's yeah. a smart son of a gun. Yeah. Huh. Smart son of a gun. Point and click. I was looking on this deal about the best quarterbacks. Two thousand. That's fine. Uh, I was I was thinking, there's a guy on that list whose career ended in 2000 college wise, that I think is a ter- was a terrific college quarterback, who wasn't recruited by any Southwest Conference team, had to go to the great Midwest, led a team to the Rose Bowl and had a brilliant pro career. You know I, he's not on that list. He's he's in the Hall of Fame with you at Westlake High School. His name is Drew Brees. His last year was 2000. 2000. I just looked it up. Yeah. I would put Drew Brees in that list. Easy. Well, I mean, it's one season. Yeah, I mean, it is is pretty remarkable to appreciate Drew Brees' career. Well, other than looking at the passing percentage, which is among the best all-time in the NFL, um, the guy won a state championship. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Wins a state championship... He took Purdue to the Rose Bowl. The late Joe Tiller, the head coach. And they won. They won. He then went to San Diego. And he won. Won. Yeah. Took him to the playoffs and lost his job. Then, to Phillip Rivers. To Phillip Rivers. Um, he took him to the playoffs and lost his job. Yeah. Now, it worked out, I guess, to a degree. But then guess what happened? He turned around and took New Orleans and won a Super Bowl. Right. Those are franchises that people, those are three franchises. And you can't, you know, at the time, Westlake even, had not broken through yet and won a championship. We had been close several times, but not one. He took four franchises to championships. Right. He did. MVP, too. Yeah. MVP of the Super Bowl. Exactly. Rose Bowl, MVP. Yeah, I guess it, it ended in 2000. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, okay. That's an interesting argument. Thank you. I thought you'd like that. Yeah, I don't think it qualifies completely, but it does. You know, I just I think people forget 
He didn't just do it in New Orleans. He won everywhere. He did. <laughs> he won everywhere. He did. When the, at places where you're not supposed to win. And tell me when Purdue's mattered. Tell Purdue's, me. Purdue is not. I haven't been to a Rose Bowl since. Haven't they been to a Rose Bowl since? I don't Hell think no. So. Hell no. I don't no. think so. I don't. Are think you so. kidding? No, I don't think so. Tell no. me when Purdue's ever mattered, except then. They had a good run a couple of years ago. Went to a bowl, a New Year's Day bowl. Who doesn't go to a bowl game? New Year's Day. Yeah. Well, could have been a bad bowl, New Year's Day. Um, but you're right, Purdue. That was a shock. I, I, he was recruit. What? No Southwest Conference team wanted him, and that included you know a lot of great coaches, RC Spike, those guys, uh, Mac. They didn't want him because they were scared of his knee injury. He didn't have a torn his height. I mean, he was he's not a big guy. Vertically, well, he was. Yeah, he's, he's, about not, five, he's not Kyler Murray. You know, he's no. 5'11", maybe, 5'10", 5'11". Right. Um, better athlete than people ever gave him credit for. Better arm than people realize, mm-hmm. but one of the most accurate passers to ever play the game. Right. Period. At all levels. Yeah. At, At all levels. At all levels. Yeah. No, it's uh, it is a remarkable career. <laughs> I would contend, too, that in my... I think Caleb Williams is near a top... 10 yeah college quarterback for what he did at Oklahoma okay you mean in the, two, in the 2000s yeah I think that's fair I do I think it's uh, I, I, you guys have given me no compliments today you've done nothing but put me down and berated me and made fun of very sensible comments but I'm I'm going to be bigger than that I think that's a very valid point thank you Jeff that's very yeah. nice to hear an accolade from you I mean I wouldn't I mean you wouldn't yeah. do it to me but I would turn around listen and, I, I yeah. congratulated I you did. on landing a big golf company for your little podcast that's the only thing you care about that's why you're mad at me today well I, I'm trying to Jones a golf I'm gonna club get a, a driver out of it driver out of it get a driver out of it and you're not that's why you're mad at me so you're just holding it against me all day mm-hmm. you're not gonna let it go no and i i really i think you've broadened your horizons by <laughs> sort of confusing a major league baseball again. catcher we go. with a there we go broadway choreographer oh that jazz there yeah. we go yeah and then we heard about your 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 friend who's an artist noted yeah. artist i think that's it's not my friend you're opening but, the noose yeah. you're opening the noose yeah. And I like that about you now. Thanks. The new Jeff. Brand- Garrett, it's the I new really Jeff. wish you wouldn't say noose so often. You know, it's pretty awkward. Um, just pointing that out. In Bible study, you open the noose around your neck. That's what we learned in Bible study when I used to go to Bible study. Opening the noose. Is that what Paul Harvey was talking about? Good day. <laughs> <laughs> I told Mark Caesar during the break, hey, we need let's to get it back on. Let's can get we? Back Who on. owns the rights to the Paul Harvey catalog? Good day. Who owns the rights to the Paul Harvey catalog? It's relevant today, my friend. Uh, all right, Garrett, I believe Jay Billis is in the system. Oh, my. Uh, Jay Billis is a legendary basketball analyst for ESPN. Played for Duke. Played for Duke. Uh, really smart guy. I believe went to got a law degree from Duke. I find Jay Billis a refreshing voice in a dumb world. But this is one of the most, in my opinion... Everyone can decide. One of the most ridiculous ideas I've heard. My thing wasn't necessarily ban court storming. It was just the idea that fans don't belong on the court ever and players don't belong in the stands. It's a pretty simple proposition. But, you know, the NCAA and the member institutions will say the player safety is number one. But uh, that's simply not true because they're continuing to allow this. And in fact, they're encouraging it. And the truth is, we're encouraging it in the media. 
We put court stormings at the end of every highlight when there's an upset. And even though it's banned in the SEC and they have to pay a $100,000 fine on the first offense and then it goes up, the institutions are happy to pay it because they like the visual. They like having that to take pictures of it, to show it, here's how passionate we are. And it, it just didn't you know, take uh, a genius to say that, that something's gonna happen. And when it does, let's not act surprised. And we've had significant injuries over this in the past to, to fans especially, but the truth is nothing's going to change now and nothing's going to change and if they wanted to stop it they could stop it tomorrow administrators will tell you that uh, security experts tell them that it's not it's not a good idea to try to stop the court storming that that could cause more hmm. problems than it would solve huh? but you Hang don't on. have to stop the court storming one time all you have to do is once they're on the court don't let them off just say <laughs> you're all detained and give them all citations or arrest them if you want to and then court stormings will stop the next day. The fans feel like it's an entitlement and the universities like it. And the truth is we like it. Okay. He's on to something. Oh, you're He's crazy. He's on to you're something. Absolutely. You guys are crazy. He's on to something. What, what should happen? Get this. You want to shoot him? If it ever, no, 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 yeah, no. You do. That's, if you, that's what you're going to. If it ever happens at the Moody Center, you or Mike, uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey's group, you install a massive net. A net. And when those court stormers Good get on, Lord. the net drops and traps him in yeah. under okay. the net. Good. And Jay Billis is right. Here's your ticket. Here's your ticket. Here's your ticket. <sighs> yes. Jay Billis, right on, my brother. That's one of the dumbest. The only thing dumber than his idea was yours. A net? As soon as someone How do gets... they go get deer at Lakeway? How do they do that? How do they I get see. deer at Lakeway? So they get nets. Every now and then they die, don't they? <clears throat> Because okay, I'm just saying you the go deer ahead. And, you go hold ahead. It. No, you go. You go ahead and kill a biology student with a net. Let's see how it works out for the you. The biology student has a more mental capacity. They're in than, a net than Bambi. With Seven thousand people. Than Bambi. Bambi's, Bambi's got some, a smaller brain. You know what? You're strangling some fraternity student who knocked down a star player. Yeah, and now he's going to die in a net. Way to go, Jeff! You're not going to die in a net. They should know. They should make an announcement. Here if comes you, the net. Get that. Get the stripper voice. Hey, if you if you yeah. storm the court after the game, from the, the net will fall down. Yeah, and, and we're all gonna we're gonna get strangled. Or what happens? Have you ever been in a net before? Pardon me. Have you ever been in a net before? If I threw a net on top of you, let's do it. No. Do we have one around? Official ESPN one zero two seven net. No, but you just say that is. The net's coming Jay down. Jay Billis's idea so. of detaining three thousand people—how's that going to work out for the security people and the yellow windbreakers? How many do we need? Ten thousand of them? We need a lot. Ticket, 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 ticket. I mean, ticket, how many ticket, fast ticket, are they going to ride ticket, them ticket, all? Ticket. That's insane. Only more You're insane them. is no. I think mine's better than Jay's. Oh, yours is. Crazy. You get that net comes down. Whoosh. Why don't you shoot them with some tranquilizer darts? Now that would hurt them. Net's not going to hurt them. Net will just oh, detain them. Yes. What happens if the net malfunctions in the middle of the second half and it falls down on the players? Well, who's Jeff, in control of the would, net? I'm glad you asked that yeah, question. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you asked that question. Right. The head guy in the mushrooms? yellow jacket. The head guy in the yellow jacket. And he's going to look down there and go, release. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like Batman. You know, <laughs> exactly. Batman had nets, you know. Right, exactly. Release the net. Yeah. Have the big net come down. All right, here's what's going to happen. It's going to happen tonight, too, okay. ladies and gentlemen. It yeah. could happen. Okay, well, let me tell you how your net's going to play out, all right? 
So here comes. Yeah, they don't rush the court in Austin, so it's. We not did a, one time two years ago, twenty five thousand dollar fine. Okay, there's no reason to anymore. But yeah, right. So if there was ever a reason to rush the court, just maybe out of a close game or something. Keep <laughs> <laughs> it close. We lost by five. We Let's go. Five. Woo! Boards. Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> okay. So Ed says, release the net. Poof. Yeah. Okay. You're going to catch someone in the net. <clears throat> Whose father gave who knows how much money? A regent son or daughter? Yeah. Ooh. Or who's a lawyer? Ooh. And that phone is going to ring at fill in the blank Board of Regents. Yeah. Your ass is mine. Well, you just caught my daughter in a fishing net. <laughs> Well, you bring up. Okay. Let me just and say she that. can't breathe, and she has a panic attack, and I'm going to sue you, and you better write me a check right now. I didn't think this out because you bring up a great point because you dropped that net on. If Go said ahead. net comes down, and if you truly get the net on the court, you may wipe out Craigway, Eddie Oren, right, and all exactly. the wealthy guys okay. and the president of the yeah. University of Texas and the opposing team. Yeah, they got caught in the net too. Yeah. Your own team is caught in your fishing net. Yeah, that's not... You're like seining for minnows. <laughs> Maybe it's not a good idea. But Maybe? Hey, Jay Billis. He wants to detain everyone. Detain them. <laughs> stop. Like stop, stop, listen. Or else, stop or else. Just like they're going to listen to college kid yeah. after 85 beers. No. You get that going on, sooner or later, some meathead security guy is going to get a club, and he's going to go full on. Yeah. Uh. Well, you guys are crazy. I thought it was such a good idea, the net, but it's going to wipe out Craig Way, Eddie yeah. Orr, Jay Hartzell, and the big the lower donors. level. The, big the lower donors. level is going to be wiped out. The big donors. You start escorting them out with three minutes to go. You need to move because the net's about to drop. The net's about to drop. <laughs> Look out! Saining <laughs> <laughs> for minnows. Why couldn't they? Let me. In all seriousness, why couldn't they get the guys and the women in the yellow jackets to at the end of the game have a rope that goes around where the rope would hold the the revelers off, the court stormers off. Couldn't you do that? Could well, that will stop them. What will a rope get? have a rope? Is this getting more insane no, by it's the not. minute? You put up a barrier, like a rope, and that would <laughs> a, rope. That, a rope that would say you can't get past the rope. That's a great idea, right there. Thank you. Or you could join hands, like in what was that game when you were kids? Everybody gets you had to break through the that game. Jeez. <laughs> So you're going to need about 3,000 security guards. In yellow jackets, yeah. They'd link hands. Just in case, or do you call them up and it looks like it's going to be a big win? Hey, you got to get over here to the Moody Center now well, because can, it might be a big win. So everyone start holding hands. You recognize what you, you know a when rope. the big games are. A rope. A rope, yeah. Like at a golf tournament, they got so the I rope. So I can lift it up and go underneath or push it down and walk over it. You know, there's already a if wooden a floor criminal. there that should tell me not to go out there. Yeah. Well, what did Jay also mm-hmm. said? That fans should never be on the court and players should never be in the stands. Agreed with that. In modern basketball, <laughs> though, there are many fans True. On, the sitting on the bench. I know. Because they pay sitting big bucks. But they're not the ones running on the floor. It's college students looking for TikTok videos. What you have to do is identify as many people as you can, and you're not coming back in that arena. And if you ha- if you happen to go to that school, you're out. There. Mm, it's pretty harsh. Oh, what okay. So dropping a net on them is a, and well, shocking pretty harsh. them. You know, your your last year at UT, last semester. Well, don't be an get, idiot and get yeah. kicked out. Well, what for? 
Was it cheating? What? What? No, I was court storming. Okay, and, and so your dad would say, "Well, why didn't they have a net?" That's what he'd say. Yeah, I wish you guys would have shot my kid with a tranquilizer. Wouldn't he still be in school? He or Audience, she? please say that's the dumbest thing you've ever heard. I think it's pretty good myself. Big net, a non-evasive net, a non-evasive net, because they trap animals all the time. They take deer from one part of the state to the other part of the state. It's a kind, humane deal. Yeah, they do that all the time. They're human beings, not minnows. <laughs> you're not catching small bass. No. You're catching them by the neck. But you're protecting you compare, the student <laughs> You know, the start of his argument was, you know how they use those nets in Lakeway on the deer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Humane, safe. Oh, yes, very safe. Except they get excited. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Just trying to be creative here. Yeah. All right. 1027 ESPN. Garrett says we need to take a much needed break yeah. and we'll have more after this on 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. He says it again because he loves us. Check out the podcast page at 1027ESPN.com. Now back to the Jeff and Ed Show. Oh, my. Are we getting some really good X tweets here from tweets? <laughs> we got some good Let me check it out. Are they that good? <laughs> All right. Here we go. Um, and you said that I was over the top today. I didn't say you were over the top. I said you you opened the noose. You opened your heart up to everybody. We learned today that you and you've you love closed art. your heart to humanity. Jeff, I'm just... <laughs> I just <laughs> you want to kill the students. No. All right, here we go. Jeff, um, at Ed's underscore Jeff underscore son. I have an idea to stop court storming at UT. Build a wall around the court to make A&M pay for it, or build a river around the court and place floating buoys to prevent immigrants, I mean students, from taking the referee's job. Well played. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Texas Hardball says, answer is probably the worst idea, but Jeff might like snipers in the rafters with trank rifles. Mm. First few go down, the rest stop and run back. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fat kid. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. At Stanley oh. Laurel 2, oh. can't they just pump nitrous oxide into the ventilation system to calm everyone down so they won't storm the court? Ed sounds like an expert on walls. Maybe he could go to work for Trump to help build the border wall. You're onto something there. Uh, at Jen Rex Road, get that pepper spray cop to control the crowd. And there's a meme of a cop spraying everyone with pepper spray. Mm. Ed sounds like an expert on walls. Oh, you just read that just one. Read that one. <clears throat> wow. The morning show on 102.7 had a great idea. If you storm the court, the next game there was no audience, no one gets to go. That's that, that's that's actually that's what they do in Europe for soccer. Oh really? Yeah. Get, hooligan, a, get the hooligans out. Yeah, they'll really? play. They'll just say no one's coming. Period, and you'll lose the gate. If there's um, you know, the huge problem through the years with racist ta taunts and stuff like that, people throwing stuff on the field, and they'll just that's it. No, no that tickets a, for you. Let me say that's a great suggestion. A really good idea. I think actually. the administrators, administrators, would would be on notice because you're right. You say you storm the court, 
No fans the next game. <clears throat> that's it. That's revenue loss by the university. That's beer concessions loss. That's all the stuff And think lost. how pissed you are if you're its ticket holder and you don't get to go to the game you paid for. Exactly. You, pl- you pay a, a lot of money for season okay. Audience, yeah. is that... That's is that, a great idea. Okay, is that better than Ed's idea of a giant net treating them like minnows? Well, Jeff, I think we have such treating technology. Treating them like minnows. We have such, to- such technology. We have such technology oh, out there. I bet our friend from Tesla, Elon Musk, could devise something oh, yeah, where it's a friendlier it. net, where it does its job. Yeah. I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure they're out there. <sighs> At T3 Monahan, Jeff, you say drinking scotch and smoking a cigarette while working is like it's a bad thing. Okay. <clears throat> uh, um, here we go. At Hugh Betty Orris. Good Lord, Ed, while Paul Harvey was a national treasure, you just fell in line with that last soundbite where Paul Harvey delivered Trump's playbook of the evil. Good day. Well, hey, Paul Harvey said a lot of very pertinent things now to America, I thought. Thank you, audience. At the BOC, Jeff is right. This week is critical. Why do people like Cousins coming off an Achilles in a one-in-four career playoff record? Question mark. Cowboys should sign Barkley and draft Brooks. Packers shrank the zone because they didn't respect Pollard. McCarthy didn't have an answer. All very good it's analysis. Very, well said there. very good analysis. I do think Kirk Cousins, though, is the first domino or not domino of the free agency period, which I said is the most important week of the year. He's coming back from that injury, and mm-hmm. so is Aaron Rodgers. Who will come back stronger from that? Um, I think Kirk Cousins is younger. Yeah. Aaron, you know, Aaron Rodgers, for all of his greatness, is an old 40. Isn't he? I mean, it's he's not played in quite some time. Has not anyone played not effectively, noticed? yeah. yeah. He, it's not he, been good for two and yeah. a half years. And with a bad offensive line, you cannot get away with the things he was able to get away with. Question. Green Bay. If Green, if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers this past season, of which he was set to be their quarterback forever mm-hmm. because they made him the highest paid player in the game and he screwed them. But if Aaron Rodgers were the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, no torn Achilles, would they have gone too deep in the playoffs? I can't, I can't say if he's healthy. I can't say that he wouldn't. They right. wouldn't. Okay. I cannot say that. Okay. I know. Are you looking for I'm not people looking for to say anything. that Jordan I was, I know, loved? I'm not. I'm giving up on the show since you want to treat people like minnows. So well, I'm just, I'm barely here. Barely even involved. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the most, I want no part of this insanity. I'm surprised by that because you were, you were, you're a big Jordan Love guy. I, I thought I'm, with that statement, you were going to say Jordan Love No, I mean, I, I just, I... I don't know that it would have been better because I don't think he would stay healthy, to be honest. I don't think that team... Mm-hmm. I, I think the Packers were... found somebody dumb enough to take the guy off their hands. I think it's clear as day. He's a Hall of Famer. I get it. But he is broken. That is damaged goods, that, man. That, that whole fiasco that Woody Johnson did with Robert Sally and hiring Aaron's friend to Aaron's be offensive friend, coordinator. And all, of other, all of other Aaron's other friends, right. too, of which none of them panned out. Nobody panned out on that deal, and it was just a frustrating season for some really talented young football players. He's He and that deal have neutered that franchise. Garrett, neutered. neutered. Bing, 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 bing. Okay. 
He really has. I mean, they have. Because they now they are a going. team with a 40-year-old quarterback, and according to the owner, we got nothing else because he threw the backup right. lover boy under the bus. Right. Yeah, they got nothing else. Yeah. Um, well, that was an interesting take, and I, I appreciate you agreeing with me on a show in which yeah. hosts have advocated shooting people, uh, tranquilizing them, All comparing, them to, comparing them to deer and squirrels. Just get a net. And, uh, Just get a net. You know, buffalo and things like that. Jay Billis, Jay Billis and I are... Wow. I don't know what happened to Jay Billis. We're, we're together he went, there. He went, I don't know where don't know, he how, went. How you can think where? you can just say, stop, here's stop. your citation. You trap them all on the floor? If you have a can net, you Can he check could. with some cop and see if they really think that's a great idea? A college student. Yeah. What do you do to them if they don't stop, Mr. Billis? I dare say Mr. Billis and your son would happily represent them if they are... They would. Injured by said security officer. Okay, let's just go on record right now at 537. I hope there's no no court storming tonight. Tonight. Because Texas battles Texas Tech in the final meeting between Texas Tech as if a If Texas Tech member. beats Texas, there will be. Ugh. We all know it. There will be. Tech is favored by three and a half points. And I will say Jay Billis is right about this. Texas Tech, the university, will love every second of it unless somebody gets really hurt. Expand on that. Well, I think he's right that the schools, particularly if it's an upset, like the popularity of the visual of, look how cool that is and fun. Mm -hmm. Tell me in Lubbock, they're not going to love every second of them storming the floor, pointing fingers in Texas players' faces. Not if you're administrator, Kirby Holcott, the AD, and not if you're the president where you're going to be fined. A large amount of money. But I think he was also saying that ESPN is also guilty because is, yeah. that da 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 sports center, and you should, the first thing you see is a, a storming of the court. Yeah. I just hope nothing ugly happens tonight. I think if it would have been Chris Beard instead of Rodney Terry, his head coach, in the last game, it could be because they were really, really, you know, they, they stopped the bus, I guess, Chris Beard's last year at Texas, whenever that was, first and last. When it was going in, yeah, it can get real ugly with the Tech fans. Because Texas beat them soundly in football. Tech won the first meeting here in Austin, and they would love nothing more than to beat Rodney again tonight. And you're right, they're going to storm the court. I don't know what they're going to do. The only thing that's going to stop it is Texas to to beat them. That's it. Otherwise, they're coming on the floor. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. I'm going to call you tonight. I'm going to call you. You are? I'll message you. Okay. And say, turn on your TV. Texas is down by 10 with 35 seconds to play. Let's see what Tech does to to protect the Texas players. Let's see what they do. Do you think they have a net? I don't know if they have a net. <laughs> I don't know. They're pretty smart out there. They're pretty smart. Huh. Those Red Raiders. They have a lot of experience with nets, big nets. Well, they one thing they do have out there. They do a lot of, uh, you know this, Garrett. They do a lot of uh, scientific work with tornadoes. Sure, I guess maybe they can get one of those big, like suck people into it, like a no, like a blower, a big just like blow, blow them, blow, blow them the, away off the court. Yeah, that's a good idea too. Yeah, yeah, no one's gonna get hurt there. Like a hundred and fifty mile per hour yeah. wind. They're remaking that movie too, Twister. Glenn Powell from Austin in it, by the way. Glenn Powell, Twister, the movie. You know, I feel like IQ points have just been sucked out of this show. And it didn't with you, Ray Fossey, Bob Fossey. Jeez. 
jazz your artist guy. Well, at least I'm not advocating murder. I'm not advocating yeah, murder. I'm just advocating don't storm, the, don't storm strangle the cart. Don't storm the cart. Or else the net's coming. Uh, did you say something about the Live Golf yeah, Tour, the new so, ad? Would you do? Right. I have not uh, yeah. heard this, and this I've got a Live is, story, too. Wow, this is dumb. Okay, so the Live Golf Tour is trying to make a big announcement of a player coming back. I can't even do justice to the visual. It looks like it's the start of a Star Wars movie, except there's a player with a shadow of a player mm-hmm. with a golf club in his hand. And this is an ad, Live Golf Tour is running now and going forward to generate interest because this amazing player is coming back. In the silence of the desert, where time stands still, our journey begins. For years, the road has lingered in darkness and with little hope. But this is a rebirth. As a new road emerges against a backdrop of endless possibilities, witness the dance of redemption. Oh my gosh! If I if you played that oh for a thousand Lord. people and said, "What is this?" No person would say that's an ad for golf. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. It's John Rahm, and they're playing. You know where play- they're playing this week? They're playing in Saudi Arabia okay. this week. Uh, okay. Jedi. Right. Doesn't it sound like the beginning of Star Wars? It does. That guy's voice. Yeah. That is ridiculous. They have no television ratings. You're on the CW here. They have no well, television play, play ratings. Play that again. I mean, I, it's for John Rom, right? Yeah. 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 In the silence of the desert, where time stands still, Our journey begins. For years, the road has lingered in darkness and with little hope. But this is a rebirth. As a road emerges against a backdrop of endless possibilities. My Lord. Witness the dance of redemption. It's like a religious deal, like Jesus is coming. The dance of redemption? The dance of redemption. I'm not even sure many people, that many people know who John Rahm is. Mm-hmm. Bizarre. <clears throat> and again, I don't think they're doing themselves any favor because they're not playing in Kansas City or Oklahoma City this week. They're playing back in Saudi Arabia. They're playing for the blood money money guys. I don't know if there's, a, with all the disruption on the PGA Tour and all the confusion about, I thought we were going to have a merger. John Rahm leaving, other people leaving. It's it's unbelievable what a mess professional golf is. Here's another example. You know who Taylor Gooch is, Jeff? You ever heard of Taylor Gooch? Yes, yes. The golfer. Okay. Right. Taylor Gooch is a golfer from Oklahoma State. He signed a big money deal to go to live. He was an okay player. He won once on the PGA Tour. He won the season ender last year and won, good God, Millions upon millions of dollars. I would say a hundred million dollars. Okay. And now Taylor Gooch. Is he the voice of redemption? Well, no. Taylor Gooch at this at this tournament this week said, <clears throat> if Rory McIlroy wins Augusta this year, in April, it should there should be an asterisk by his name, because the best players, the redemption players, were not allowed at Augusta National. It's, it's getting ridiculous, man. Taylor, 
Easy there. Easy well, there. what is that ad? Oh, I know. I mean, it really is. It's it's very religious in yeah. nature. Yeah. He's coming back. Yeah. It's John, it's John freaking Rob. It's John in Rob. a golf tournament. Oh. It's offensive. Very it, good. I, I'm, that yeah. was how I came away. I'm, I'm, I'm highly offended by this ad. Yeah. It is. It is. Who signed off on that? Greg Norman and the the Saudi, the whatever they call themselves, the the money people. I guess that's what they did. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, yeah, I mean, I saw it and I kept thinking, "Am I missing? Is this? Am I clicked on the wrong thing? Mm-hmm. They merged two stories. What? I mean, this is. It can't be right. I don't even know what this is. No, I don't know what it that's is for a golf tournament. Yeah, for a golf tournament. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is 1027 ESPN. We'll be back with more right after this. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. You're listening to the Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. Uh, winding down this edition of the show, don't forget Longhorns and Texas Tech tonight on ESPN Television. 8 o'clock tip time. Horns, underdogs by three and a half. Uh, precarious time for Texas. Precarious. Enter the game at 17 and 10 on the year. Uh, they need wins. They need a win tonight in Lubbock. They've got uh, a game Saturday against Oklahoma State at home. But then next week, they got to go to Waco to beat, meet Baylor. Baylor winner last night over TCU. And then they play Oklahoma at the Moody Center to end the season. So, uh, they, they need to win one of these road games against top-quality opponents. Bottom line is that. Yeah, Tech favored by three and a half. Oof. What are you laughing at there? I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's getting ridiculous to say Texas really needs to, a win and turn the corner, but that's been said every single week. Yeah. And it's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah. It, we thought it would, it would turn, mm-hmm. but uh, there's needed momentum. Yeah. Uh, here's at... Uh, T, Ed, great idea to get Elon involved. Maybe you could make a force field that could prevent fans on the court. Nice. Uh, or would you be in favor of electrifying the court? Nothing serious, just enough shock to drop people running out there. Safer than a net? I'm glad you said that, T, because I played a golf course in Scotland where they had the electric fence around the green because they had sheep on the golf course. And it really worked. It really worked. You put an electric deal around the court and just... Ying, just a little ying, nothing to hurt you. That would keep you off the court. Of course, you would have to get multiple electrical wires because people would be leaping over it. Thank you, though. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save this as a tease, a 24-hour tease. Um, Taylor Swift performing demonic rituals at concerts. I'm just gonna save that right here. Yep, that's what it is. Where did you find that? It's like straight from like a phone call to the AM show or something. Where did you find that? I, you know where I found that? This is uh, uh, the Independent. Okay. Yeah. It's is that actually, a British? Yeah. British deal? Yeah. And when you hear it, you're going to believe it. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I'll believe it. Yeah. You know, got to clean that stuff up, as Paul Harvey says. The demons. If I yeah, were I mean, a if, demon. If Paul Harvey were around us today. I mean, he There's would. nothing dirty about Taylor Swift, man. She's not a demon. Play the lyrics backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Paul is dead. Remember that? You don't remember yeah. that. I was a I kid. know the story. Paul is dead. Paul is dead. Garrett doesn't know the whole time period of 
there was a sort of urban legend before urban legends that if you played several of the biggest rock bands' music backwards... It was the Beatles. It was the Beatles. Yeah, but there was others was that were accused of the same. Of course, it never... You know, all of us tried it, right? You go... <laughs> I'm not hearing it. I'm not hearing the devil. Paul is dead. Yeah. Paul is dead. So Talking somebody the decided they're going to go all... 1975 on us and say that Taylor Swift music is work of the devil. Yeah, and then they the light shows apparently and uh, yeah. Did you read that Don Inley story this week? I've follow I've been following Ooh, that. I'd never heard that story before. Whew. Don Inley. You know what? I got to say yeah. this. Um, so there is a court battle that's pretty fascinating over. Welcome to the Hotel California. The lyrics to Hotel California. Such a lovely place. They're fighting over who can sell the the actual script in which the songs were written on. Hmm. Okay. That some, I don't know if they're museum people say, we, have, we own the rights to these sheets. These are literally sheets of paper which they wrote Hotel California on. Don Henley. The Eagles, and, uh, what's left with Don Henley, are testifying that you had no right to take those sheets of paper and sell them. We, didn't, we never meant for those to be public. Right. And there's an argument over who actually owns the sheets of paper the song was written on. And, and in, the, in the process... In the course of the trial... Oh, my God. Don Henley's on the stand. And they bring up an incident from, what, 1980? 1980. He says they banded split up. He was on a three-day bender of Coke whiskey and everything else he paid a sex worker who turned out to be 16 mm-hmm. who he was arrested I believe in the hotel and she was in bed but they didn't have sex mm-hmm. now did that she, came she, up she died right she was overdosing overdosing okay. yeah overdosing. yeah and so I think she was overdosing and that was brought up in the trial, which I have yet to understand. Now, he claims it's never been proven that anything happened between them. Right. He denies. He's not denying that he paid her, but he didn't know she was 16, and he said he passed out. Yeah. Why that was part of the testimony is beyond me. I think they were just showing he's not reliable. Yeah, da, 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 da. Yeah. <clears throat> A naked 16-year-old girl suffering from an overdose. Overdose at the Eagles co-founder's Los Angeles home. Yeesh. But he says he's lived this with for 44 years and regrets that it ever, ever happened. He said he wanted to escape the depression I was in over the breakup of the band. Mm-mm-mm. Didn't know the girl's age until after his arrest and that he went to bed with a girl but never had sex with her. Wow. He pled no contest in 81 to misdemeanor charges of contributing to the delinquency of a minor, sentenced to probation, $2,500 fine, and had a drug education program. That is something. Okay. Well, that's fun. That's I don't fun really way, understand so. all the legal fight. I don't know. He doesn't want it, the sheets of paper to be released. He's mm-hmm. saying, we've scribbled those notes down on one of the most famous songs of all time. You have no right to release those. So they, I think they want to sell the, the paper and auction it off. Okay. And he's fighting them over it. And somehow in the course of this, I, stuff I never heard. I didn't know they broke up in 1980. I didn't either. And he went on like a week-long bender. Yeah. They're still together. Uh-huh. They used to fight a lot. Yeah. Oh, they, they never. Oh. Yeah. And your buddy used to fight a lot too. What was this year? The two of them. 
Yeah. They wrote some of the most famous songs of all time, right. yet they would fight every week. Okay, we got to go. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow here on 1027 ESPN. Bye-bye now. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.